Hello, my friends. My name is Cheryl Spangler and welcome to the good side of real estate. Yesterday, I had a conversation with a client, an investor, someone who owns a primary resident, and he is looking actually multiple investors right now. Clients of mine are looking to invest in another property that they can rent out for long term. And we had this conversation about should I become a Section 8 landlord and what's required of someone who becomes a part of the Virginia Housing Choice Voucher Program. So I thought it would be a good idea to do a quick live stream this morning, almost this afternoon, and talk about the ins and outs of becoming a landlord with guaranteed income from the local state of Virginia and federal government as part of the Virginia Housing Choice Voucher Program, otherwise known as Section 8. Now I'm gonna post a links in this video. I'm gonna post links as I talk. I'm gonna share my screen and talk about a few things. But basically, if you were to go to how, uh, virginiahousing.com, you can find out all that you need to know, but I'm gonna summarize it here. Most importantly is the question for a landlord is what's different? Are you required, you know, questions that came up yesterday, are you required to, you know, allow them I allow people who are receiving vouchers to help pay for their rent. Are do you are you required to keep them in a lease longer than normal? What standards do you have to follow? What does the house quality need to be? What you know, how long does the process take? So I want to answer all those. First is what is the housing choice voucher program? It is basically a federally backed affordable housing program. And we're talking in the state of Virginia here, but if you're not in Virginia, check out your state's housing program where based on income limits, uh, tenants can receive somewhere between 50 and 70% of the current market rent for a place they're looking for in a, basically a gift. It's a voucher in the form of a voucher to cover their rent so I'm going to walk through also kind of we're going to pick Fairfax County, which, by the way, if you don't know, Fairfax County is one of the largest counties in Virginia. There's about eight million people in the state of Virginia. Fairfax County has about one point one million people. So we're going to use that as an example, because as an agent that lists properties for sale and for lease for lease, I will tell you that I get hundreds of inquiries of people that ask the same question, and that is, do you take Section 8? Do you take the housing vouchers? Do you take housing vouchers? So I want to encourage, this video is to encourage all landlords to, first of all, know the laws, which changed after 2020. If you own four units, four homes or more, you are required to become a landlord that offers uh, the ability for housing vouchers. If you only own one rental, you're still in the realm of being able to decide whether you want to become a landlord that allow that takes housing vouchers. But I believe in the future, not too long, all landlords, regardless of how many homes you own, will be required to offer and take housing vouchers because everything is look everything in the state of Virginia and most states is leaning toward affordable housing. In order to truly provide affordable housing to everyone, Every single landlord that owns a rental needs to have gone through and had their home inspected and approved so that you can take housing vouchers. 
So basically it is a federal back program, um, affordable housing. There are income limits and these subsidy vouchers are under what you probably know of VHDA, but now they go by uh, Virginia housing. And like I said, in 2020, if you own four or more rental units, you are required to offer and take vouchers. Also, the biggest thing is because income, the source of income of a tenant cannot be a sort a point of discrimination. This is why they're moving to where everyone probably eventually who owns a rental will have to become and have their home inspected to accept housing vouchers because discriminating on who you rent to based on the source of income, because any tenant who's approved under this program, like I said, gets 50 to 75% of their rent covered through vouchers by the state. So they're eliminating all discrimination, which you shouldn't be discriminating anyway. And I will put a link to a PDF that I use when I represent a landlord to absolutely eliminate all potential micro discriminations, right? And that is by providing something called a tenant selection document. With anyone that I help lease a property in the DMV area, uh, I recommend and have them create a tenant selection document. This is a one-page document that lists out everything that the landlord is wanting to re require of a tenant who moves into their place. Okay. And real quick, let me just put this up here. And this tenant selection document is key to not just ever, ever getting uh, at fault for discrimination because it lays out exactly what credit score that you want as a landlord, everything, everything that you are not going to allow in the home, um, smoking, no smoking, animals, credit score, um, that a background check is required, you can never be evicted, like whatever it is that you want to say as a landlord that you require from a tenant, you put in this tenant selection document and every single person that applies or wants to apply, I say wants to apply, would have to sign this tenant selection document and, uh, and look at it and acknowledge they have read it. And if they meet all those criteria, then they wouldn't go ahead and apply. The biggest reason for providing as a landlord, renting out your property, right? The biggest reason for providing a tenant selection document is one, to eliminate discrimination, but also because a tenant spends a lot of money applying for a lot of places, 35, 45, 55, $65 every time they apply and don't waste their money. If you have a certain criteria, like put it into a thing called a tenant selection document, have them look at it, sign it. That way they know right up right away, okay, I probably won't get approved. So why have them go through an application process and waste their money? So so that's just one thing I recommend to um, absolutely eliminate discrimination. If you're just hopping on, it's create a tenant selection document. I am going to put that PDF in the in the description of this video. Also, how to keep from, um, well, that keeps you consistent. All right, so let's go into landlord responsibilities. I'm going to do a quick screen share to, let's see here. I'm to take you to the virginiahousing.com site. And I know this might be boring for a lot of people who happen upon this video, but it's really important to just get a summary of what is required as a landlord 
Um, this is a page for uh, renters, renter resources, but as a landlord, um, you are required to keep normal, safe, and clean environments. Um, I'm putting this up on the screen so you can look at it real quick, but let me just go back here one second. Let me go back to the housing choice voucher site and just say um, quality of standards. The housing quality standards are really no different than you buying a home and getting a home inspection done and wanting for yourself and your family a property that is simply safe and clean and that complies with the guidelines of electrical, plumbing, roof, foundation, you know, heating, air, no leaks, things that are normal safety concerns. And I wanted to also put this up here if you there's going to be a link to this inspection checklist. But if you're a landlord thinking, how do I get my home approved? First thing you do is you reach out to a housing uh, person in your area, which I have a link in this video. So you can find the local one. We're actually, as an example, using Fairfax County right now. And they will, what they will do is they'll schedule an inspection of your property. That's step one as a landlord. And this is the inspection checklist as of 20. Well, this is actually listed as 2022, but it's current of January 1, 2024. And it just goes through what you can see here. They're just going to go through and look at living room. Does it pass or fail? Electrical hazards. Uh, do the windows close and fasten? What is the condition? Are there any broken windows? I mean, so this is standard stuff. There's nothing extreme. If you were to do a home inspection on a property that you buy, you would find all of this information out. It is no different. So there's no extreme, you know, standard. The standard is good, livable, safe, and clean. And so, you know, wall conditions, other holes in the walls, floor condition, and they go through the bathrooms. I mean, this is kind of like a normal checklist you would find in a home inspection. So I just want to say, if you're a landlord, don't be freaked out. Like, oh my God, I have to do a bunch of repairs. But guess what? If you do this inspection and they come back with something that needs to be repaired, you have a select amount of time to get those repairs done, which you would do anyway. And then they come back and re-inspect. And once they inspect and approve, you are you now have a home that's eligible for uh, housing choice vouchers. So I just wanted to show that real quick. Okay, so the second thing is, um, as a landlord, that you have to do is basically comply with the terms of the housing assistance program contract. Now, I'm not going to bring up the contract, but basically what it says is that that the housing rent that you offer to tenants is determined by the Virginia housing. And let me see if I have this up here. Here, it's determined by two things. As a landlord, what you can rent your home for when accepting housing vouchers is determined by two things. One, the current market value, which any real estate agent can run in the last 60 to 90 days, what homes have rented for in that area. And that will determine the current market value not what is actively for rent, but what is actually rented. And also the second portion of that is that the Virginia housing has a housing choice voucher payment standard where they determine in addition to the current market value, what they're willing to pay. This will just give you an idea, but let's just say as our example, um, we're talking about Fairfax County and this might be hard to see. So let me blow it up a little. In Fairfax County right now, 
if you were, let's just say a typical three bedroom home, whether it's a townhome or single family, as of 1-1-2024, a three bedroom home in Fairfax County goes for around $2,798. Okay. So that is the standard that Virginia housing has determined in Fairfax County for a three bedroom home. Um, if you're looking for a four bedroom home, the standard that they have determined is $3,316 for rent. So you're going to have to stay within, if you're going to rent using and accepting housing vouchers, you're gonna to have to stay within this realm, which by the way, is pretty standard to just looking up the fair market value. Example is I just recently leased a property for an investor landlord, and it was in Alexandria slash Fairfax County, and it was a three bedroom, two and a half bath. And we actually rented it for 20, 500 and see here they have 2798 listed they have 2798 so it's pretty standard with the current fair market value so the okay so the other thing is um other than creating a fair market value rent as a landlord the only other thing you have to do is well first have an inspection then determine your rent and then you have to maintain the home to HUD standards, which just means that as a landlord, you will need your property uh, inspected once a year. But don't worry, because as a tenant who is approved for a voucher, they have to also be reapproved every year. So the landlord gets their home inspected once a year. The tenant gets their approvability uh, reviewed once a year. And as a landlord, uh, the other thing is uh, just being accepting to having someone come in and inspect the home. And as a tenant, what you do is you have to have at least, so, okay, now, so now we're on like the tenant responsibilities. Just as a recap, landlord responsibilities are simply contact your local rep for your city, get your house inspected. If there's anything wrong with it, fix it, then reinspect it, and then use their specific contract, uh, which you basically put like who the tenant is, who the landlord is, and that you've been uh, approved through inspection. And it is up to you to do this. And then you will receive, like I said, one payment direct deposit into your checking account as a landlord for 50 to 75% of the monthly rent. And the tenant will be responsible for paying you in whatever form or method you choose the other portion. And so now I want to talk about tenants. If you are renting in Northern Virginia, thinking about renting and wondering, do I qualify? for the housing voucher program? Do I make too much money? I'm gonna tell you right now what is required. First, you have to make sure that at least one applicant on the, you know, you have to submit an application. One applicant in the household has to be a U.S. citizen or be an eligible, have eligible immigration status. One person in the household on the application has to be a U.S. citizen or be in eligible immigration status. Second criteria is that you cannot be doing anything illegal, illicit, or violent. And if those things are reported, you will be kicked out of the voucher program. The third thing is that you have to simply abide by the lease. Now, when I say abide by the lease as a tenant, you're literally abiding by the lease anyway as a tenant. If you sign a one-year lease, you're required to pay on time every month on the first of the month, late after the fifth or seventh. And then after a year, 
the landlord chooses to either renew your lease or basically say, I don't want to, I don't want to rent you anymore. And then you find somewhere else. Same thing applies when you're using the voucher program. You just have to abide by the lease. Another abide by the lease deal is allowing the inspector for HUD to come into the property while you're living there. Um, and of course, not destroying the property and calling the landlord when something needs to be fixed. And the other requirement is that you have to pre-certify annually to be in the voucher program. Now, I do know that there are people that have been in the program for years who don't qualify and just recently like are being kicked out of the program. And that's probably due to the Virginia housing being backlogged on doing their pre-certification on an annual basis to tenants. But let's go through what do you need to make per month in order to qualify? Let's see. Okay, so in this example, we're talking about you are a renter in the state of Virginia wanting to know if you qualify for the Virginia housing voucher. First thing I want to tell you is at this very moment, which is January 25th, 2024, there is a massive backlog waiting list on these uh, to receive these vouchers. So much so that if you go to the housing uh, website, there is actually a link here that says waiting list portal. And on it, it says, we are sorry, but none of the Virginia housing wait list waiting lists are currently open. But there is an email and don't discount that. Go email this person that you are a family and you want to get on the voucher program. And a lot of people just don't email because they're like, oh, there's probably too many people on this wait list. Don't, don't think like that. Go ahead and email this um, HCV waiting list at virginiahousing.com and someone will contact you. It's worth doing. Okay, so back to the example of how much do you need to make. You actually have a calculator that I put a link or I'm going to put a link real quick. I will put the link in here. It's called an affordability calculator for Virginia housing as a tenant. You would go to this website and you would say number of people in your family, three, four, let's just say three. And your total family income, let's just say you make $2,500 a month. Do you have a Section 8 voucher? Yes or no? No. Number of bedrooms you need, let's just say two, and then press go. And it'll basically come up with all these numbers. And it'll tell you right now, as an informative piece, it will tell you that typically you're not supposed to pen, uh, spend more than 30% of your gross, that means before taxes are taken out, gross income, monthly income on any sort of rent or mortgage. This is pretty much standard what all lenders tell you. All lenders, in rent, in mortgage, that you are not supposed to spend, ideally, more than 30% of your gross income per month on a place to live. That does not include um, your gas bill, your electric bill, and your phone bill, and all that, and internet bill, and all that stuff. It's just saying, like, for your rent or mortgage. So, the, as a guideline, it just, like, kind of gives that up front. Let me make this bigger. And then it says, okay, now with that in mind, if you're only making $2,500 a month, that's $30,000 a year. You should not be paying more than $750 in, uh, in rent. But if you get approved for the housing voucher, you would still be able to rent something that's $2,700, $3,000 a month, as long as the voucher covered all but $750. That's the whole point of this calculator. And so it basically shows, okay, your income is $30,000, but the HUD 
limit for an extremely low income household is 40,700. So what I'm saying is that if you make less than 40,700, apply. And the HUD very low income limit, um, well, so there's an extremely low income and a very low income and a low income. And what I'm saying is if you make $85,770 or less, you can go apply for the housing voucher. That might sound crazy to some people, but uh, the low limit is 85,000 or less. If you make 67,000 or less, definitely apply. You will get more money toward uh, your rent. And if you make 40,700 or less, you will get probably more like 75% of your rent covered by the voucher program. And so what it says here is the consensus says that the median family income is around 136,000 a year um, in Fairfax County, because it says, what can you afford to rent in Fairfax County? Now, if you pick a different county, it's going to be different numbers. So the link to this is going to be in this video, which is basically called the affordability calculator. I think this is really important for anyone who's interested just to know what is the median family income in a certain county, regardless of the voucher program, and where do you fit in this? And that is why so many people are struggling to even buy or rent normally without voucher programs the in the area because when you look at what the housing of urban urban development considers to be extremely low income forty thousand dollars the average income of a real estate agent i'm saying average and everyone knows for most jobs 80 percent of the people 10 percent of the people make all the money 80 percent don't the average income for a real estate agent according to the stats is forty five thousand dollars so they are considered the housing and urban development, extremely low income limit. In most jobs, if you make 40 to 65,000, you qualify for housing vouchers. Do not consider this as a negative thing. Apply. If you don't have a waiting list to apply to, email to get on the waiting list when it opens. Uh, so let me just go back here. Okay. Let me just stop sharing a second. Okay. So the next thing is that that's a tenant. So I have a note here that um, I just wanted to highlight everything. So now the process of renting, if you're a tenant and you're thinking, okay, wow, I, I just saw those numbers and I just realized that I qualify in some way in those three numbers, I qualify for the housing voucher. I'm going to go ahead and email to see when the waiting list opens up, I can get on it. And once that happens and the waiting list is there, what you do is you establish um, based on your income, what you can afford. Okay. Then you actually go to find a property. Actually, I, I will screen share to do that first. And then you go to the Virginia housing website to find a property. I want to recommend that any tenant right now with a housing voucher who is looking to rent a property it is challenging to just make thousands of phone calls off of Zillow for places for rent and ask the question, do you guys take housing voucher? Do you take Section 8? It's exhausting and defeating because a lot of people just say no, or I don't know what's required in that, or no, and or they may say yes. But there are certain websites like Zillow, Trulia, Homes.com, Realtor.com, where you can go and actually sort the for rent by those who take housing vouchers. And I will try to put a link to those directly in this video. 
And once you find a place, then you submit what's called a request for tenant approval. And that is, hey, I found a property. Here's my request for tenant approval. And they look at you and say, okay, as long as you've done the annual qualification and you've passed, you qualify for this rent. They want to, you know, it, 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 it asks all the questions on the request for tenant approval. Who's the landlord? Who are you with the tenant? How much is it? You know, what do you approve for? What's your income? It is up to you as a tenant every year to share whether you increase or decrease your family members who live in that home and also your income so that you can be pre-approved every year. And then you're either going to uh, pass or fail the qualification process through Virginia Housing as a tenant. If you pass, you sign a lease. If you fail um, the qualification because something's changed in your life, then you basically get kicked out of the program. Something that came up recently, if you are currently in the housing voucher program and renting a property and you all of a sudden don't qualify after having been qualified for a few years, you will be evicted from that home, no matter what. And even if you're in the middle of your lease, typically they do the review at the end of lease period. But I'm just saying this did happen recently to someone that I, I who had inquired on something I was renting uh, out. And that is that they were in a property as an approved voucher pro person. And they just were informed that they are not qualified anymore. And in fact, didn't qualify last year or the year before, and they're just now finding out and they're being evicted. So that is just something to be aware of. It's not something you can go sue the Virginia housing department for. If you don't qualify, you have to be out. That means that they detail the process of if you're expelled from the program, you have to be evicted immediately, whether you're in your lease or not. So what do you guys think of this? If you are thinking about buying a property and renting it out long-term, consider using and getting your property qualified to accept housing vouchers. One, you may require be required to do this anyway in the future, even if you own one property. And two, you can get 50 to 75% of your income guaranteed direct deposit into your account while also helping people. They the, the tenants are like any other tenant. They have requirements. They are annually reviewed. They are annually inspected. And I believe they do the best they can to keep the property as long as they can. So they like to sign long leases. And I think it's really good for landlords. So drop your comment on what you think about this. And I will see you guys in the next video.